It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. everyone and welcome back to the untold story earlier this week i traveled to lexington south carolina i sat down with two jurors from the murder trial of alec murdoch who last march was convicted in the double murders of his wife and son back in 2021 but little did these jurors know they would still be discussing this case almost a year later amy williams and gwen jenneret joined by their attorney eric bland discussed with me their experience as jurors, the impact it had on them, and their thoughts on the recent hearing of the court clerk, Becky Hill, who served during the murder trial and is under scrutiny for alleged jury tampering. Here's a sneak peek of my conversation with Amy, Gwen, and Eric. What did you think about Buster, his his testimony when you watched him up there. Buster just kind of answered the questions um, that were given to him, and I just say I just don't think I don't think Buster um, actually believes his father didn't do it. I'm just thinking deep down inside, but he only has his father left, and he wants to hold on to that. So did did anyone ever indicate to you, Becky or anybody else, to watch him very closely, watch him really closely when he gets up there? No, I didn't hear that part. She never no. The jurors didn't really talk, you know, um, I'm like people might have thought we, we did. We didn't do a lot of talking like that. All we could talk about was our families, our children, our jobs. Mm-hmm. So we right. got to know each other really well and yeah. we became pretty close. But you didn't discuss the case at all? Mm-mm. What about when you went out to Moselle, to the property? Um, Becky wrote in her book about sort of knowing glances between people when they looked at the distances in the feed room and down at the kennel, that there was some acknowledgement in between people looking at the, the scene. Amy, any, what was, tell me, do you remember that at all? No, I have no idea what she was talking about. I stayed with the judge. I looked around, I stayed with Judge Newman, I followed him mm-hmm. and his clerk. Uh, we walked with him down to the house and back to the swamp. And I don't ever remember Becky being close to any jurors. Mm-hmm. I don't, because he explicitly said no talking mm-hmm. and only ask him questions. And that's what we did. What about you, Gwen? What do you remember about that? I had problems with my knees, so I recall, and they brought me up there in the van, mm-hmm. and they walked down towards the house, and I stayed kind of back. So I'm thinking Miss Becky was up towards the house, so I never did. I was never near her mm-hmm. when we went to Moselle, and I kind of stayed around towards the feed room. I started up there, but I never really. I don't think I actually made it up to the house. Did you look around? What did you draw from that visit? Was that a pivotal moment for you? That kind of added on to the recording. Mm-hmm. Yes. Don't forget, Martha, that we have two gunmen supposedly coming to the property without Mm -hmm. guns. So (laughs) two hitmen are going to come to a rural property without guns, Mm -hmm. and they're going to break into a house to get your guns to shoot your wife and son. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm from Philadelphia. You're from up north. Mm -hmm. You go into a southern property, a southern farm in the middle of the night, you're going to take your life in your own hands. So I don't know too many hitmen who go to a property without weapons. Correct. 
So the statements that were attributed to, to Becky Hill, watch him closely. This is going to be an epic day. Look at his actions. Look at his movements. I don't believe the defense was another. Did you feel pressure to reach a verdict quickly? I didn't. No. 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 Not by Becky Hill? No. She, she made it clear. She, she said that the judge, Judge Newman stated that we had until 10 o'clock to make a verdict. That was a time that we were given. But if we didn't, it was fine. Mm -hmm. She found a hotel. We would have to be sequestered, which mm -hmm. made sense. Mm -hmm. We were in deliberations. Mm -hmm. We didn't know we would be deliberating that day, but it made sense. Yeah. And I'm sure she would have made arrangements for us to get whatever we needed, mm -hmm. you know, personal items for that. But there was no pressure whatsoever. We kept going over the information, all the evidence. We kept going. We watched videos. <laughs> we answered questions because I know it was couple questions about the, the guns mm -hmm. and trying to, you know, kind of explaining that and um, some of the guys, you know, yes. the into, you know, the crime shows and stuff, they were able to explain it. But um, I didn't feel any pressure. The Untold Story continues right after this. Listen to the all new Brett Bear podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Was there any indication to you that she was leaning towards a not guilty verdict? Maybe a little bit when I think about it now, because she was so vocal and she was always wanting to talk and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you remember about the egg lady, Amy? Well, she wasn't in the room I was in, so I didn't hear her. And we didn't end up on the same van all the time. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't really sure. Sometimes when I was on the van, I heard her say, I did hear her say some things sometimes. Mm -hmm. But... Um, I was not really sure what she was going to vote, uh, but she was she was a little vocal and made you think maybe, mm -hmm. but you wasn't really sure what what it would be. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to focus on the evidence and because it, yeah. it was a lot and you had to stay focused on what was presented to us. So there were all of these things about the Facebook post and whether or not Becky Hill may have fabricated a pace, Facebook post and brought it to the judge. There were confusions over the date of when it was posted, whether or not it really could have come from her. But that what is your take, Eric, on, on the reasoning for her removal and whether or not it was fair? I can't judge whether it was fair because I wasn't back in the mm -hmm. chambers with Judge Newman when he made that mm -hmm. decision. But he made the decision not because of the Facebook post, but because she was talking about the case with others outside mm -hmm. the jury room in the courthouse. And that was an express instruction of Judge Newman not to talk about mm -hmm. the case to family members or third parties. And she admitted that she had done that. So his reasoning that he gave for removing her from the jury, Martha, was mm -hmm. because of her discussions outside the courthouse. How many times did you all... Um you know, pull yourselves to get that guilty verdict in those three hours? Twice. Because that's why I couldn't remember. The first time, uh, four person just wanted to see where we were. We had no idea who voted what. We wrote it down on a piece of paper. And she just went through and looked at the paper. And she really wasn't going to tell us what the number was, but one juror did want to know, you know. Mm -hmm. So she told us it was nine, nine guilty, two not guilty, one not sure. Mm -hmm. Right? So... At, from there, we went to asking questions. So nobody knew who voted what. Mm. Nobody had a clue. Right. We hadn't. We didn't have a clue. And we just went from there asking questions. Anybody had a question, then that person, the next person, somebody would answer that question. Mm -hmm. They would go get because, you know, some of the evidence 
the jury room wasn't big enough. Mm-hmm. They had to roll the evidence into the into the um, the other room. And so some of the guys would go and get the evidence out of that room. One guy worked the video. We would go back and watch certain clips. Uh, we looked at certain pictures. And so and when all the questions were answered and nobody else had a question, then we voted again. We voted again, yeah. And when we voted again, it was guilty. Yeah, and you could kind of tell. It was unanimous. Mm-hmm. It was guilty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she still made it clear, if you're not sure, we will not leave this room. But everybody said, we're sure. You know, a lot of things started coming up. This, you know, charge of plagiarism in her book. Then, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about the hearing that you all were just part of. Mm-hmm. But during that, even the judge, uh, we all know what the judge's decision was, but said, you know, she thought there was some strange behavior. Finally, I, you had indicated about your book that some things that you put in there were, you called it literary license, not literally true, correct? Correct. When you heard about that, that she had lifted pieces from another writer and put it in her book, did that seem dishonest to you, Gwen? Yes, I couldn't believe it. I was shocked. Yeah, yeah just the type of person I thought she was, you know, just the time, like I say, just looking at her. It's like she says she can look at people. I'm kind of like that, you know, mm-hmm. you can just kind of look at people and stuff. And I was like, hmm, I didn't know that. And I even had to go and kind of like read a little farther to see exactly what she had done, you know, as far mm-hmm. as the plagiarism, because I didn't understand it when I kept looking at it. I was like, well, how did she get information? So yeah. did you, you read the book? No, I didn't even know she had written a book until later. But I'm saying the plagiarism part, I was trying to, trying to figure out how she got a hold of it. Right. Yeah. And did you read, read the book, Amy? pieces of it not the whole thing just what was your impression did did it feel like the experience that you were part of or did it feel no in what way no well she was writing from her experience so i mean she wasn't in the jury room with us so Mm -hmm. it didn't speak to our experience or my experience Mm -hmm. at all do you think she should lose her position i do i think you know they're called the honorable for a reason Mm -hmm. honorable Becky Hill as the clerk of court. I think that you have to have the trust and confidence of those that you serve in Walterboro. And the fact that our former chief justice, who is a highly accomplished uh, jurist, said that I find you not credible um, Mm -hmm. is is bad for our justice system. And I would hope that the the governor acts on that. And uh, we need judges. We need court personnel, everybody that is going to be above reproach. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Untold Story. For my full conversation with Amy Williams, Gwen Jenrette, and Eric Bland, watch The Fall of the House of Murdoch, The Jurors Speak, available today on Fox Nation. Until next time, I'm Martha McCallum. You've been listening to The Untold Story with Martha McCallum. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Make sure to rate and review. For more podcasts, go to foxnewspodcast.com. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.